Welcome to the Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast, part of the ConcealedCarry.com network. We are your hosts. I'm Emily Valentine from Stommy Tactical. And hey, everyone. I'm Amy Robbins from Alexa Athletica. We are Your Average Gun Girls and want to bring you a podcast that mirrors the way we live our lives. We are self-reliant, stylish, and eager to inspire women to feel confident in defending themselves while also staying true to their lifestyle. We'll be talking all things from concealed carry to our favorite lipstick and everything in between. This podcast is intended to support and empower women. We want you to be armed with the right tools and education to be self-reliant and prepared to act in your own self-defense. This episode is brought to you by Guardian Nation. Guardian Nation is the community for devoted gun people focused on guarding themselves, their families, homes, and communities. We hope that you'll check it out and consider joining. Whether it be for the monthly training and drill videos, discounts on products in their store, the monthly Guardian Nation Live broadcast with top industry professionals, or the quarterly box of hand-picked Guardian gear, there's something for everyone in becoming a member of Guardian Nation. Check it out at GuardianNation.com. We are here, second day, NRA annual meetings. We are at the Hyperfire booth. Woo-hoo! Podcasting whoop, today whoop. with... <laughs> I just heard another whoop. whoop. <laughs> right. Who's that other whoop? Pick me, pick me. We are here with a very special guest. <laughs> we Diana are Diana Muller. Yes. Uh, competition shooter. All-around awesome person that I really just met last two, two weeks, weeks ago. At Carry Guard. You know, that's amazing to me because I feel like it instant like sisterhood, yes, instant friends, instant bond. I mean, that, y'all had an amazing group of women though. We did. NRA Carry Guard, yeah. intermediate class. It was an all women's deal. And yeah. uh, I, I've got to hand it to the NRA, whoever, Carl, that put that together. Yeah. They, <laughs> did a great, job they did a great job because I only, I really only knew Crystal. That's it. Really? Oh, I really? knew one of uh, 10 women. Wow. That was there. And then uh, we did. I don't know if it was the Mambo Taxis at the Mexican place, it but was we did bond. the Mambo Taxis. Cocktails help yeah. the bonding experience. <laughs> always. They always do. I mean, plus those are really strong, so we're all going to come out of their arms around each other, like right. swaying back and forth, singing We Are the World. It was, it, was a, it was a great weekend, and it was a great piece of training, too. Yeah. It was an awesome. I, I had a great time. And Diana was really helpful. There was one piece of that training that... I don't know what they called that drill we did where we had to partner firing. up and it was a trigger pull, like slow trigger pull, oh. dry fire drill where one of us was shooting while the other person Well, actually stood. it was live fire. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So the other person stood to the left of our, of our gun, uh-huh. but obviously back enough that yeah. they weren't in the way, but where they were, where we would watch the trigger pull and we would tap the shoulder when we wanted them to shoot. Oh, so you're working on trigger control. Correct. So right. what, okay, cool. Yeah. And so that's like a really advanced thing to be working on in a training. Not really. I mean, that's what, that's the important, the most important part is pulling the trigger without disturbing the sights. I know, but you would, I so. did not get any training on that until, I don't know, three years into me, <laughs> like learning about guns and getting into all of this. And I went to a Chris Costa course and when he taught me about trigger pull and yeah. like getting to know your trigger and how it operates. And I was like feeling this it. is revolutionary. You That's know? exactly how I felt yeah. because I don't think in all the training that I've done, trigger control explained to me the way that Diana had, had worked with me on it was ever explained in that way. I've sure. heard she, I've heard, I've read a lot of people say, you know, let the, let the bang or let the shot surprise you. Yeah. And I never was able to kind of apply that like to 
make like do actually doing it. Yeah. Like I never really understood that connection until Diana sat there and just kind of like walked me through and she's like creep, 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 creep. And it was like the shot surprised me. Yeah. And I was like, oh, ding, that is exactly what they mean. And then it was did just y'all work on reset too yeah. and not letting it out all the way not really they didn't they didn't push that and okay. there's that's two different schools of thought some right. people do reset just to then yeah. others all the way out and come back through so it's a personal preference deal okay. when it comes to that but yeah. feeling your trigger and understanding a trigger pull and things like that is the most important thing you, you can stand on your head yeah. and, it, and and shoot accurately but you cannot stand on two feet in a good <laughs> shooting stance you know with all the right gear right. and 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 hit anything with a bad trigger squeeze yeah well it's the number one thing now when i go and i'm checking out firearms at the gun store or wherever i'm like i gotta see how this trigger feels right. I gotta and that's feel the something pull. that you uh your audience can take you know whether you're a girl or a guy yep. and you're shopping for firearms um, ask before you do it, but ask if you can dry fire it because pulling the trigger and knowing what the trigger feels like, some triggers are really crunchy uh -huh. and har harsh and just nasty triggers and some are smooth. So yeah. especially when you're trying to get into the market and you're looking at maybe a price point that mm -hmm. uh, isn't a high end deal, but there are some uh, guns out there that are better than others. Yeah. Well, you don't really have to worry about a really heavy, long trigger pull um, with Hyperfire. That's why. I, that's why I shoot for Hyperfire. I actually shot a Hyperfire trigger before I was sponsored by Hyperfire. So Where are you? yes, yeah, it's that. It's it's a, it's the best out there. It's the best product and uh, revolutionary. I mean, uh, Terry Bender, the owner, is is a genius and. Uh, and really, it, it boils down to this. It boils down to we're always looking for a lighter trigger pull. Yeah. But And so you sacrifice your hammer energy and you get misfires. So he's designed a system that actually gives you more hammer energy uh, with a two toggle springs and uh, with a good trigger squeeze. And... Ladies and gentlemen, I mean, we're not just talking to just any old competitive shooter over here. I mean, Diana actually knows what she is talking about because you are a champion. You're a worldwide shooter. I, I do been shoot doing internationally. This. You shoot yes. internationally. I mean, you've been I've doing this. I've won a few things. You've won a few. I mean, so you know what you're talking about well, when it comes to all of this, and we appreciate getting your wisdom on that. I will confess <laughs> <clears throat> that mechanical things don't come easy to me, and you've seen uh, Days of Thunder. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I always say I'm Tom Cruise, and Ryan is my Harry. He's my who? Who played Harry? Oh, who played I'm Harry? I'm Trickle. Yeah. Oh, um, Robert. Robert Duvall. Oh, yeah, yeah. Robert Duvall. Yeah. yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like, yeah. Wait, who played Harry? Yeah. So I've got. Uh, he's my Harry, and and whenever whenever things get in the woods of how the mechanics actually work. You yeah. either need to go talk to my husband, Ryan, or go talk <laughs> to one of the guys from Hyperfire. Shooter too? He is. He right. competes as well. We See just... who got you into this? No, I got him into it, oh, actually. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I was shooting pretty pretty heavy when I met him in, uh, oh, geez, 2011, I want to say. And he was a hunter. He was a country boy, hunter, hunted all his life, but he had no, I had never, I don't even know if he'd been to a range, really didn't have any pistol experience, and, uh, thank goodness he's very, uh, he's good at it. He's just one of those people that takes to it. Yep. And he's around, you know, good shooters. So mm -hmm. he learns really, really quickly. And he shot up the ranks really Was fast. your first date at a gun range? No, it was Did actually you? in a police car. Okay. <laughs> uh, what's like, that I'm going to marry you. I'm going to snatch you up like right now before anybody else does. Because that's amazing. No, he came for a ride along. We had a mutual friend. <laughs> I was a police officer for 22 years. And uh, we just met for dinner, you know. 
Just come for a ride along, less pressure. And nice. were you hunting? Uh, did you hunt or anything before I you met him? Did I, I? I did hunt when I was 15, 16 years old. My father and I went to deer hunting, yeah, and uh, that just wasn't my thing. I didn't like to sit still. I didn't like to be cold. Yeah, I didn't no necessarily kidding. like to dissect things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like things packaged like God packaged them. Exactly. I just get my hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> with a cellophane on it. No, right. That's why I appreciate it because. Ryan is uh, loves being out there, and he really laments not, you know, he's, we're on the road so much that he can't do what he wants to do to prepare for hunting, yep. but he can put food on the table if anything ever happens. So yep. I'm very thankful for that, and he's very great deer, deer meat preparer. Uh, nice. Preparer. Butcherer. Uh, butcher. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, you, we're, you're going someplace pretty nifty. Yes. Uh, pretty soon here for a competition. Yeah, right? yeah. Here in about 20 days, 19 days. I don't know. I'm leaving May 24th for France. Uh, the world so. shoot, Ipsic world shoot, is kind of like our Olympics. Uh, it's as big as it gets. It has. Um, it happens every three years, so it's kind of similar in that it's not every year. And they have uh, opening ceremonies and they wow. have closing ceremonies, and you've been on pedestal and you get medals. So it's a, it's for for our sport. It's as close as it comes to. And this is a shotgun only. Okay, match. I was gonna ask. So what are you shooting? The shotgun match. This okay. is a shotgun match. Okay. The world handgun match was last year. Did you shoot that too? I did not. Okay. No. What's your platform of choice? Platform of choice isn't a choice. It's three guns. <laughs> so I shoot all three guns, yeah. rifle, pistol, and shotgun. Okay. Very yeah. nice. So, so you're representing Team USA, or how's yes. the world? Okay. Yes, Each there country? Is a four, there's a four-woman team on the ladies' U.S. standard team. So I'm what on that team. What a fun way to see Go the world, Go Team USA, though. women shooters. Yeah. That, that That's is awesome. So how often are you traveling internationally? Not, not very often. Okay. The last time I competed was at this match uh, three years ago in Italy. So it is, somebody's like got to do it. Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah, look on Amy's face. <laughs> I want to, well, so I'm, I'm a runner and like I want to plan my travel around the world based on the marathons that I want to run. Oh. And so I'm like finding really cool things that you connect to that also get you outside right, right, and yeah. being able to go see the world in a different view. I mean like. Do a I, travel log. I didn't yeah. really think that travel. shooting would get me to those places yeah. so i mean i'm the more i talk to you competition shooters i'm like yeah it's awesome it's like huge, i didn't realize like all like where where you guys go yeah i feel like we need to have some sort of travel log absolutely because, um, because there are you know we're going to some really neat maybe places. we can take the not your average gun girls podcast on the road internationally to france, to yes. france. And oh my gosh we can interview team usa would team usa want to sponsor us to get over there let's see <laughs> That's here. the point is that there is no, there's not much help. There's not much sponsoring that goes on there. Yeah. I don't know. I, I might just say, let's just go do it. Why yeah. not? That would be really fun. It would be super fun. All right. So you were, you were saying you did law enforcement before. Yes. Were you doing competition shooting while you were in law enforcement? Uh, well, the, the chronological order yep. was um, go to college. In college, I, high school and college, I found competition pistol shooting. Yeah. And then I just dabbled in it. My dad and I, when we decided we weren't going to hunt, that's what we kind of turned our attention to was uh, competition shooting. So I, I did that. Mm -hmm. I, it was a good time, fun, fun time. I went to college. I came to Tulsa, Oklahoma, and um, started my career, and I stuck with horses. I was, we were a horse-showing oh. family all of our lives. Okay. So I didn't come back to guns until like 2008. Yeah. Okay. Really? And Yeah. And they built a really nice range in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I was like, Diana, you should go at least go to a match and pull the trigger for your job. Yeah. Because, you know, anytime you can get behind your, 
your gun uh, is going to help you in the field. You never wanted to do the horseback shooting at <laughs> no, the balloons? No, you know what? My friend Kendall Insane is just an uh, insane uh, mountain cowboy yeah. shooter, and uh, I just have so much respect for her, and I have ridden her horse once, uh, and no. <laughs> That's <laughs> not, a hard for, not for you. She's got, she must have, like, man hands or something, because I don't know how she did one-handed cocks that stuff. Oh, and my gosh. She bit man. I just love watching her, and I love her ponies, and that's kind of my pony fix now. When I when I yeah. go with my parents or go to her house, right. I get to smell their noses <laughs> oh, and smell the poop. <laughs> and then I'm okay for another, you know, year or so. You're, you're good. You're good yeah. for a while, yeah. That's how I feel about the state fair. Yeah. Yes. I, I get my good for a year. Yeah, no, I'm good for about 15 years. I don't years. think I've been to a state fair in I go, I go once every 15 years. I get well, there. I get so sick eating uh, whatever fried crap, crap they have that year. Isn't it awesome for that 15 minutes, though? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like, this like, tastes why so did I good. Do that? Yeah, I don't know, but I get my fix, and then I'm done. Good. I'm good for another 15 years. <laughs> I don't need to go back. So about 2011, I sold my farm and sold everything and moved to town to focus on shooting. Nice. And and it's kind of brought me here to retiring in 2014 from the police department. And, you know, because I was pretty much full-time, full-time. Okay. At the same time. Yeah. And and then I transitioned straight into basically another career. Because I work harder now, you know, longer hours <laughs> and the structure. I miss the structure, you know. When yeah. I went to work, I knew I was going to have to go to work for 8 to 10 right. hours. And then you structure the rest of your time yeah. around that. But when you don't have that 8 to 10 hour you know, block that you feel like you're missing out on. It's just like I say, yes, everything, to everything bleeds around, and, and I can start ten projects at one time. Yeah, sure. And I have till midnight tonight to finish this. Yep, 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 absolutely. So, well, speaking of projects that you're involved in, yes. I wanted to hear about the DC project, and I wanted you to to talk to our audience about that and let them know what you've got going on. I mean, how how long have you been involved with that? Uh, well, actually, I started it in 2015, and you talk about the travel log. I was in D.C. with my husband and uh, the Mitchellicks, who are kind of well-known in the shooting industry. Gun gods. Uh, yes, the legends. The legends. And, um, <laughs> we, were, we were in D.C., and, and we had to be there for two weekends. So we had the middle time. We were trying to be tourists, and I had a friend that said, do you want to uh, meet your congressman? I was like, Meep. okay, <laughs> whatever. Right. And it was during that conversation with my congressman that I was like, hey, there's a lot of talk on Capitol Hill and they don't know what they're talking about. And it's, there's something that we should be doing as professional shooters to um, educate and yeah. reach out to our legislators. So that's really where it started. And then from there, it kind of morphed into let's use girls because girls can have a stronger voice when it mm -hmm. comes to talking about the Second Amendment. We're not, you know, sure. the old white guys. Um, so, yeah, w I started trying to just put people together and and i had to call it something so i call it the dc project because i'm absolutely not creative at all <laughs> i think that's a great name thought for it, it was because, a catchy name straight every, to the point every year you try to bring these women to dc to, to meet help. their legislators right meet their legislators as gun owners and just not a scary face that they've been told about in the media are y'all getting to sit down with them and and tell what you're facing as far as you second amendment or tell them why it's important to you? I mean, yes. what are you talking to them about? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole point is that we don't go in with heavy asks. We go in with uh, my story, 
my story is different than your story. Yeah. And your story is different than Emily's story. And we all have a story. So, you know, we go in as small groups into their offices. We don't overwhelm. It's three to five girls in a group. Has a team leader. So it's very low pressure. Uh, there's not an ask. We don't say, we want you to vote this way on HR, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, I just want to tell you my story, who I am. I'm a gun owner, and uh, I'm here at, for you as a resource, and let's go to the, let's go to the range. When, when we go back home, let's just go to the make, range. Ma- yeah. Making them aware of who we are yeah. and, and who the gun Giving them a are. face and a story. So yeah. when you're asking them to go to the range, how many of them are willing to say yes to that and, and follow through? Well, Oklahoma is pretty receptive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't have a difficult time. But honestly, last year we had a, a, a staffer from Al Franken's office, okay. and he's totally anti-gun. Yeah. And she came, and we were able to give her uh, her first experience with um, an AR-15. How'd that go? She was, she was what we are when you, you know, it just, you realize it's just a tool and, yeah. and, uh, I, I don't know that we changed sure. their mind, but I'm sure happy that she came and she got to spend time with us. And yeah. There was a FATS. There's a, we go to the elite shooting center in Manassas and there's a FATS machine in there. So it's really good for them to kind of do situational things yeah. and we can go over grip and, and stance and things. I'm when proud of her that she at least went. Right? Yeah. You know, a lot of times when we talk about people being anti-gun, a lot of it stems from fear. Right. And it or stems from ignorance. Right. ignorance, lack of education and experience with a firearm. Right. And I'm not saying every single time I take somebody who hates guns out to the range and they shoot a gun, they suddenly become all about firearms. Right, right. It happens all the time, though. Like yeah. a, I would say nine because times out of ten. Yeah. Because, you know, before I had even started get it looking or getting into guns i i didn't i wasn't anti-gun i wasn't pro-gun i just didn't know wasn't anything right. Right. right and then once i started shooting and buying a gun i was like oh okay yeah, yeah. This, you take out the fear of it they well, actually I have fun feel, i feel like the majority of americans are probably there where you were and now it's up to either now it's become politicized right. it's become right. polarizing and either one side is going to influence you or the other side is going to influence you and we as a community second amendment community really have to um, do a good job of a being good rep- you know stewards of our of our community mm-hmm. and representations and then be pulling more people into the fold taking people to the range yeah. talking about going to your home you know um this morning we were talking about the DC project, and I, uh, I'm hoping that if, if you're from Texas, I hope that you yeah. you decide that you want to take a group of girls to Texas, and we're going to go to our state legislators. Yeah. Um, so, so the DC project has representatives from, or you're trying to have representatives from every state, one and from I every know state. that there are a few states that you don't have representatives from. So who are they? So our listeners can, okay. how can they reach you if they want yeah. to be part of this? Off. If off the top of my head, uh, I know that we need uh, Delaware. I know that we need um, North Dakota, I think. There's another something up in the Northeast. Rhode Island. We don't have Rhode Island. And there's a... For more information on on the people who are participating or the states that we need, or even there's a GoFundMe page, it's uh, dcproject.info. Okay. okay. dcproject.info will take you to a page on a girl and a gun's website. They helped, they basically gave me that page and cool. created that for me. So I didn't have to go own something. Awesome. Nice. Well, and so are you guys encouraging people to go to their state capitals or are you having them go to DC? Our girls, the, the project, the project goes to DC. Okay. 
um, once a year. Uh, we go, we meet our, with our legislators as the small Got groups, it. like I was explaining. Mm-hmm. And then we also have a rally, which is pretty scary for me because I'm not a rally person. <laughs> but it, it worked out good the first year. And we've I feel been, like with fear in D.C., you have to rally. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah it's totally. like you have to see a congressman and you have to yeah. rally. Yep. But that's just outside my comfort zone. So I've gotten it's very tasteful. We have um, we have the Patriot Pickers, which they just showed up the first year, and and uh, they're awesome guys. You probably saw one of their videos recently on uh, from the Parkland deal. They were here, and uh, they were holding it. They just got in the middle with signs that weren't with the other people. So okay. they were getting attacked, and they were trying to create conversation. They did a really good job well, of just trying, you know, trying to engage with this guy who was this kid that was screaming and. Yeah screaming at the top of his lungs and he's like well what exactly would you like to mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. you know having an adult conversation right. and really showing that y- you're emotional and out of control right and i'll have a conversation with you but but anyway they show up with their big signs and they're professional type guys and it's uh i'm hoping this year if anybody's in dc or wants to plan a trip to dc come, what is it come to dc on december or december, december. <laughs> that's cold maybe a little cold in dc at that time it's june 22nd yeah, yeah, I, like june, I like june in dc I'm a little excited bit better to be home that is i've known about the project but i've always been out of town so i'm going to be in town this, awesome. this year june and i'm excited 22nd, to be part of it 2 p.m on the capitol lawn on the side between the basically between the supreme court and yep. and the capitol on that corner awesome so yeah it is powerful i sure just, i'm like emotional when i look at the landmarks and th- see the things that have sure. happened there mm-hmm. to the people that it's so smart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's that's what we need. I mean, the education piece is so vital. Yep. In, in this day and age that we live in with our country, with how divided everything right. seems to be and how the, they're trying to make it to where the gun issue is a political party issue. A partisan issue. And, and it's, a like, it's, right. it's a constitutional issue. It's a constitutional issue, which is for all Americans. Yeah. So it covers all parties. Yeah. <laughs> it covers everybody, you well, know. if the left doesn't stop acting crazy, I'm going to maybe propose some sort of bill that says the left can't have guns. Because... <laughs> They're a the lot ones of them that don't are, have it anyway. Yeah. You know? yeah. The Antifas mm-hmm. and the shooters seem to be all a little left-leaning and, and they, hating they, conservative they, people. The, yeah. Hollywood, the Hollywood left will start speaking up because that means their security won't be able to have it either. Oh, no. They'll have a, <laughs> they have money. They can get around those things. They'll always have it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, I'm just glad that you guys are engaging on that level um, because I encourage people all the time to, to start getting active just in your own community. Yeah. Having conversations with your, your friends church, at the dinner, right. dinner table. And you know, <laughs> have a church group, invite, you know, mm-hmm. and that's kind of where I'm at is I'm realizing that within my own community, there's a need there too yep. for, for some sort of expertise right. in my field. And if I, I'm, I know I'm going to get pummeled Yeah, <laughs> and I know it's not popular right now, but we really have to engage with our community and, and let them know that, you know, Hey guys, remember that I'm your neighbor and I'm not, right. I'm not the terrorist that, that, uh, governor from, was it New Jersey said? I don't remember. They talked about the, yeah, the women's luncheon yesterday. Yeah, so. they were showing all mm-hmm. those you know, terrorists. That was Connecticut because okay. Holly is one of the oh, girls okay. that comes, the long black hair. Oh, okay, Holly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, she's a DC Project Connecticut. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that was her and another girl named Brooke that were kind of spearheading that. I was really, I was like emotional at that, watching that going. I'm, I'm just so proud that those guys, I've talked about doing something similar to that, but I have never done it. 
And those guys did that in a matter of like 24, 48 hours. Through that video together? Through that video together. Yeah. It was, it was, it was powerful. It was powerful Mm -hmm. and amazing and really well done and probably didn't cost that much. And yeah. Go, go girls. Yeah. I was really proud, <laughs> I was really proud of them. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. Very cool. Well, we appreciate good luck in your competition. Thank you. We'll Thank be thinking you. about you. We'll be rooting for you. Will your husband be going to that competition? No, so you'll be- no Lanny Barnes, Olympian Lanny Barnes is going. Uh, she's my travel buddy. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, good luck at that competition. Thank We're you. rooting for you. And Team, Team USA. USA. Team USA, man. Team All USA. the way. USA. That is awesome. <laughs> well, we really appreciate you taking time to come and talk to us. I know no. that everyone that's listening is going to get some great information from you. Mm, and you're also a wonderful resource to send our audience to. Yeah. Because we've got women that are very new to the firearm world. Maybe they're just starting to dabble just a little sure. bit and trying to look for other women to look up to and see who, who they can identify with. And that's why we have such a, a wide range of women come on the show. Because we know that... The average gun girl these days looks a little different yeah. than it used to look, you know. Yeah. And so, yeah, so we well, really if appreciate it. Well, anybody is looking for me, I'm mostly on, uh, I have an athlete page on Facebook. Okay, what so, is that? So, Diana Muller 3-Gun, D-I-A-N-N-A Muller, M-U-L-L-E-R 3-Gun is my athlete page. And you can communicate with me there. I'm cool. not 100% responsive. You know that little... T- tells you how responsive you are. I was you like, come on. I know. Just another thing I'm You're not measuring doing up to. Yeah. 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 Thanks for kicking Do me better. in the gut. Anyway, they can, they can try to get a hold of me there. Now, I try to respond to people who have legitimate questions. Awesome. And then the DC Project, go to a girl and a gun website? DCproject.info. Okay. It'll take you to that. Fantastic. So. Awesome. Well, thank you again. And thank you, Hyperfire. Yeah, thank for you, Hyperfire. Thank nice you, take Diana. over your, your yeah. booth today. I don't know if you've had this many females all like <laughs> in one space at one time in your booth, but this is exciting. And we are really appreciative for you guys opening up your booth and giving us the space yeah, and the time so to do it's this. Been so, awesome. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, if you guys are <laughs> well, if you have not done so yet, we would love for you to go and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes at Not Your Average Gun Girls. Give us a follow on Instagram. You've got Emily at Style Me Tactical. You've got my page at, at Alexa Athletica. Uh, you've got Die3Gun. Yep. Uh, to go check out Diana there if Instagram is your social media platform of choice. But please leave us a review. We would love to... For, to hear yeah, from you. Comment, review, subscribe, send us some DMs, ask Tell us, us what questions. you don't like. Yeah, you we want to hear from you. <laughs> Who do you want to see? Who do you want to see? What you want to hear boring about? Diana girl. Yeah. Don't have her on Whatever. Again. They're going to be asking for you to come back on the show. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, we will see you next Thank you. week. Not Your Average Gun Girls podcast and its related companies, Concealed Carry Inc. and ConcealedCarry.com, strives to share helpful information and education about gun-related topics, training tips, and other things that may potentially have legal implications for its listeners. The information contained in this podcast is intended in good faith, but it is important to understand that laws vary from place to place, and we encourage listeners to seek local legal advice to understand laws that apply to them. Nothing in this podcast should be misconstrued as legal advice or counsel.